help me welcome back to the show, or help me welcome for the first time to the show, a gentleman that I look forward to meeting, Vince Everett Ellison. The Iron Triangle is his book. Vince, welcome to the C.L. Bryant Show. How are you? I am fine today, Reverend. It is an honor and a pleasure to speak with you. You are an icon. Bless your heart. God God be praised. To God be the glory for anything that comes my way. I have a feeling that you uh, feel the same way, too. You have an interesting background. Tell us about uh, Vince Ellison. Who is he? Well, Vince Ellison was born on a cotton plantation in Haywood County, Tennessee. My father was a sharecropper. And I grew up understanding poverty, racism, the Jim Crow South. My father worked very, very hard and bought us out of uh, poverty. He worked through the insurance industry and brought us into the middle class. I have six brothers and sisters, and my father decided that uh, he wanted to praise God for our prosperity. So we started a gospel singing group, and we went throughout the South singing gospel music. Our singing group was called the Ellison Family. I went to college at the University of Memphis, played some football there. And as a young man, I started working in the prison system. And uh, it was there in the 90s that I saw uh, what uh, the Clinton crime bill was doing to the black community. You know, we started out in the 80s with like maybe three prisons in South Carolina. And it had been that way for oh, decades. But before the 90s were over, we had over 40 prisons in South Carolina. And they were locking up young black men. I mean, uh, oh, they were just locking them up. And, and I thought we had overcome. Reverend Brian, I said, huh. I thought that, uh, you know, because I saw in my family that we had done well. I thought all black families were doing well, and I saw that we weren't. And wow. I started asking questions. You know, everybody told me it was those mean, dirty white Republicans. They were the ones doing it to black people. You know? Coming from the black church and coming from the civic organizers. And I said, huh. I decided to start a nonprofit organization to nail these mean, dirty white Republicans to the wall for doing this to my people. And when I left the prison system to start the nonprofit, I found out something pretty curious. When I went to the black community, I didn't see any white Republicans. I saw a leprechaun before I saw a white Republican, right? But I was running into black Democrats all over the place. And the, and the ones that I was really running into, I found that when I saw some mess started, usually you had these three entities hanging around. This is not this is not a blanket indictment, but most of these people were hanging around, and they were the, the most black preachers and black civic organizers and black politicians. As I said again, <laughs> there are good black preachers. You're one of them. You're one of them. <laughs> Let me say this, Vince. Um, you know, you're right on point uh, as far as is concerned. Democrats had co-opted the black church years before Republicans ever knew we existed. But, but All right, now you better say it. Now you oh, better say it, They really did. And, <laughs> and, and the amazing thing, Vince, and, and you know this coming from the South, the amazing mm-hmm. thing is, and, and I, I want to talk with you about this uh, uh, both on, on the air and I want to talk with you about this off air. I have mm-hmm. found this to be so that uh, black Southerners and white Southerners, since we have to speak in colors here, yep, uh, yep. really understand uh, America and each other mm-hmm. much better than blacks and whites in other parts of this country who did not come through that Southern experience. I'm a Southerner myself. What do you right. say about that? What do you say about oh, that relationship? I, I, I think you're 100% correct. What, what we had, see, 
And this is where it comes in, the Iron Triangle. I call the Iron Triangle these three entities, the black preacher, the black civic organizer, and the black politician. And white northern liberals are the ones that, that grab these people and use them to cause discord amongst black and white Christians. Now, their job is to keep us separated because they know that if black and white Christians ever come together, we'll change not just this country but the world. So the northeastern liberals, they find that they've co-opted our church, as you said, they co-opted our, our, our black civic organizations, NAACP, SELC, Black Lives Matter, you name them, Rainbow Coalition. And they've always had the black politician. And they put them in the black community under their control. You know about street money, souls to the polls, all that. And they control them and they tell them, we want one thing from you and only one thing, the black vote. If you have to keep them under control, you have to keep them poor, ignorant, fighting one another, and they control the black community like a rat in a skinner box. And these three entities are the ones that are under the control of it, and I call them the Iron Triangle. My book goes into great detail from slavery up until now and shows how with every iteration, the Democratic Party has had to have a way to find a way to murder black people, whether it was a slave trade, whether it was Jim Crow and the lynchings, or whether it's with abortion now. They are cabal, their leadership is a cabal of psychopaths that have to murder people. And they have killed, since 1800, over 60 million black people. This is fact. And I have it in my book. It is irrefutable. They killed more black people than Stalin killed uh, 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 Russians, more than Hitler killed Germans. They've been killing us, and they are still killing us. Wow. And the Iron Triangle and... North, uh, uh, the the, the uh, liberals in the Democratic Party have control of the black community. And people like you and I are the only ones that have the ability to go in and break this up and bring about this reconciliation between black and white, white Christians. Because, as I said in my book, white Christian conservatives have nothing more to apologize for. Let me say that again. White Christian conservatives have nothing more to apologize for. Everything that's wrong in the black community right now can be fixed in the black community. We are electing the people that are blowing our brains out. Every drug corner, every bad school, every prostitute house, every abortion clinic is controlled by the Democrat Party. Every judge, every police officer that's beating a black man down, every, 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 every jail, every prison is controlled by them. They are responsible for everything that's going on in our community. Yet, we keep electing them because we have gotten to a point where there's such a mind control that we are having a difficult time breaking that. And the only thing that will break it, and you know what it is, Reverend, Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And you know what? I am so uh, refreshed to hear you articulate that and the way that you have. Um, for years now, um, what has been occurring, and uh, we made a film about it, and now we mm-hmm. have on Vince Everett, uh, who, Ellison, who is make it, has written a book about it. Friends, this is what changes the course and changes the direction of a people who, in fact, have been fooled for the last 60 years for sure. Now, Vince, yeah. when we look at what you uh, said there about electing this type of leadership, 
Let me ask you this. When we look at a, 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 a statesman or not a statesman, but a an elected official like Elijah Cummings, I'm not speaking ill of the dead, uh, but but I'm saying this. The people in Baltimore, they reelected and reelected uh, Cummings to office over a 25, nearly 25 year period of time. But yet their city was deteriorating. The inner city, the black community was deteriorating under this black legislator. My question to you is this. What what's wrong with calling out a person in office, whether they're black or white, if they're not doing a good job? What's racist about that? Talk to us about it. There's nothing at all racist about it. What we and Donald Trump is one of the few people that have ever done it. The problem that we have right now is, is um, uh, the, the Republican Party in many ways has stopped going into those areas and fighting for the vote. When you have a majority black district like Cummings, that's oh God, ninety percent Democrat. I would say whoever runs against Elijah Cummings in that district as a Republican, believe me, Reverend Brian, will not get a dime from the party. You don't get any help whatsoever. Nothing. And, and so Elijah Cummings and the Democrats in that area can go in there and say the most vile, vicious things about Republicans. And they're never countered because there's no Republican running against them. And if he is running, the poor guy only has $25 in the bank against Elijah Cummings, $15 million, And he's not heard. So they can call Republicans racist. They can call them vile. They can call them haters of black people. They can call them anything. And because we are sequestered in one area, we get all our information from black radio and black television. And, and then we're listening from you know everybody from the from the from the doctor that bursts into the world to the undertaker that buries you in the black community is a Democrat. And there's a tremendous amount of pressure to conform. I know you felt it. I felt it. I've been called some of the most vile names since I've been on uh, 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 radio and TV, and uh, my book has come out. You can just, and I know you know what I'm talking about. These people will call us everything but a child of God, and it takes all. It takes a tremendous amount of of faith and courage to step out in front of a lot of people that want you dead and tell them the truth, because they tell you if you come out, you better get ready. Because we're going to rip the skin off of you, and you step into that fire anyway. You're to be you're to be commended because you've been in it now for the last God knows I don't know how many years, and you've been taking a lot of hits, a lot of them, and you're still standing. You got my respect because I know it's hard, I know it's difficult, and I know you're fighting against some of the meanest, low downest, dirtiest people that walk the face of this earth, and they take no prisoners. God has His hands on you. He's kept you protected because that's all you could survive. Bless your heart for that. Um, Bless your heart for that. And to God be the glory. Let me share this with all of you. Um, When you hear this conversation, you are hearing a conversation that must be had in this nation now. And it is time for men and women of courage to stand up. Ten years ago, uh, when I spoke to, it was 1.5 million folks that uh, this old boy from Louisiana was able to speak to. And that's what started this trek uh, for me uh, then and uh, Vince. And um, what I have been able to witness is that the seeds that we were able to plant, 
I am so proud to look and see what's coming up. Men like yourself who are doing what you are doing. Stay the course. Do not quit the course, regardless of what they're going to call you. They're going to talk about you anyway. So stay the, stay the course. But Vince, when I, when I come back, we have about four minutes left in this segment. Why don't you stay with me through the break? Um, when, when I, uh, come back, I want to talk about something that, um, we'd covered in uh, our film, Runaway Slave, and I think you touch on In the Iron Triangle, and we might need to talk, we'll talk offline about, uh, about some possibilities that uh, uh, we, can, we can do. But, uh, but just the same, the question was, have we overcome as uh, black folks? I believe that uh, I am living what Dr. King had wanted for us to live. However, I see so many people criticize the achievements that are available and the opportunities that are available for black folks. Let's start this conversation now. What do you say to that? I think that what we've done, the biggest mistake we made, that we, in many ways, we traded our faith in Jesus Christ and faith in, in, in the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party stands against so many things that Jesus Christ tells us that we should not stand for as a people of God. He tells us that uh, I lay before you this day, uh, uh, life and death, blessed and curses choose life so the children may live. Well, they, the Democrat Party has laid before a school that our children can't pray and told them we have to go there and we go. They laid before us abortion and told us to kill our own flesh and blood and we do it. They laid before us a, a, a society filled with crime and they give us in, 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 they give us incentives to pick the father out of the house and we kick him out. And what does that do to our people? It lay before the death, death. That's death politics. We are making choices here. We're making choices and they're giving us backward incentives to leave our God. These are not good people. One thing that we know, Pastor, and I want to talk to you into knowing that, that Jesus exists and God exists. We Amen. always say that. But, but we will argue about whether or not Satan exists. People will argue that point. He does exist and he walks this earth to do nothing but harm. He cannot sleep until he kills people. And when you look at Satan and you determine who he might be, what do you think he'd be doing? Would he be setting up schools that children can pray? Or would he be setting up schools where children couldn't pray? Would he be setting up uh, uh, hospitals to take care of children? Or would he be setting up abortion claims to kill them? Would he be setting up the, the Godhead family of the man, the, the uh, uh, wife and the child? Or would he be set tearing down his family so that he could go in and rip up everything that we all believe in? One party is doing it right, and the other one is doing it wrong. We have to decide, are we going to follow man or God? And if we follow, if we follow God, we'll get his blessing. If we follow man, we'll get the curse. Preach, we man. We can overcome just by making one decision. Preach, Anytime man. we want to do it. And anytime we want, it can be made today, and you'll see the blessings of God rain down on you. This isn't hard. But we are being told a lie. Over and over and over and over again. And I, for one, am tired of it. I fear no man on this earth, nor any devil in hell. I'm an heir of Jesus Christ. I cannot be a victim. Don't call me one. I refuse to hear it. I am going to return with Vince 
E. Allison when the C.L. Bryant show comes back. Hey, friends, I tell you what, I am enjoying this so much. And when I return with Vince E. Ellison, we're going to give you uh, an opportunity to find out how you can get him to a place uh, where you'd like him to come and speak to you and share with you his life story and to share with you uh, his work, uh, The Iron Triangle, the book. Uh, we're going to find out how to engage with him on social media when we return with more of the C.L. Bryant show. On the other side of the break, I want to talk to Vince about Jesus Christ, the revolutionary, and do uh, we as Christians understand uh, who he was? I talked to so many pastors across the country and um, Christian leaders across the country who are reluctant to get themselves involved in anything called politics. They don't want nothing to do with that. But we're going to talk about that with Vince E. Edwards when we return. I'm sure that he and I have a viewpoint on this that very well might cause you to think, and we'll get involved with thinking about it when the C.L. Bryant Show returns right after these words. Don't you go anywhere. Be right back. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. Download free the CL Bryant Show app onto your favorite device, and uh, all the shows are archived there. So uh, be certain to uh, have that on your favorite device. The T H E C L Bryant Show app. It's free in your app store. And of course, follow me on Twitter at Rev R E V. C.L. Bryant. And uh, my uh, special guest here today, it's been absolutely great having him on. Uh, Got to have, have him back. Got to get Michelle to get him back for me uh, often. The Iron Triangle, the author, is on with me, Vince E. Ellison. And uh, we were talking about uh, things that uh, many times are overlooked and talked around but never about. And uh, Vince Ellison is someone I think that you should get out to where you are. Yeah, let him uh, have a little conversation with your folks at your civic organization, your church, what have you. Vince, tell the folks how to get in touch with you and how to get you to where they are. Uh, I have a um, website. Go through this Iron Triangle book. Dot com. 
irontrianglebook.com. I have I write blogs there. I have a way that you can contact me there. You can leave uh, messages uh, and, and can contact me there. Where you can purchase my book there. You can also purchase the book on Amazon.com, uh, BarnesandNoble.com. You can go to uh, Barnes and Noble bookstores. It's there. Uh, but yeah, you can go to the best way to contact me is go to irontrianglebook.com. And there's a lot of things there for you. You can see some of my passes on um, a, lot of, a lot of the other shows that I've been on, and uh, click on my blogs, and, and you'll see excerpts from my book. You'll see a, see a picture of me. You can use that one to get Roland Satchel House if you ever need to, to, to get the Roland <laughs> Satchel House and do that picture. But uh, that's how you can you can get in contact with me, I Iron Triangle Book. IronTrianglebook.com. Vince, um, I uh, – preach a lot in pulpits and sometimes i'm i'm asked back sometimes i'm not and the reason why uh is is this um i believe that uh jesus christ uh came to take on the sanhedrin uh, council the pharisees and the sadducees and they were the political and religious uh structure of that day for the Jews, for the Hebrews. And Jesus Christ came in my estimation, in my ministry, the way I minister it, to take them on. He took them on head on. It got him crucified, got him crucified. And Vince, what I say from pulpits sometimes, and this is what gets me not invited back, is that what preachers many times are afraid of is the crucifixion. And, uh, and and all the time we think that we're bearing our cross, taking up our cross and following him. But that cross means that sometimes we are going to face the nails of crucifixion. And what we fail to see is the resurrection, though. Do my my question for you is have black preachers, preachers in general across this country, American pastors, preachers, have we actually missed the real call of Christ on the lives of citizens in this nation? Talk to us about it. Well, Jesus talked about that. He uh, told his disciples, he said that some are going to come in my name and they're going to do mighty works. They're going to do such great works that they're going to make a fool the the very elect. But I will tell them, depart from me. I know you're not, you're doing iniquity. His disciples asked the question, they said, Lord, how will we know them if they're going to do these great works? I mean, they could fool the very elect. How are we going to know them? And Jesus gave them a test. He said, by their fruits. He didn't say by their works. He didn't say by what they say. He said, he said by, what, by their results, by their fruits. He said, you cannot get good fruit from a rotten tree, nor can you get rotten fruit from a good tree. Each tree will bear its own fruit. We only have the black community. And we are number one in crime. We're number one in family breakdown. We're number one in, 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 in going to prison. We are the last when it comes to, 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 to income, when it comes to wealth, when it comes to life expectancy. That is rotten fruit. And if the fruit is rotten, the metric that Jesus left for us was that the tree was rotten. And if you have a rotten, if you have rotten tree, you get rotten fruit. Therefore, from what Jesus Christ has said, 
Our tree is rotten to the core. And the head of that tree is the black church. And in many ways, it has become an apostate church. Now, you know that I know, Reverend Brian. There is no such thing as a black church. There's only one church, Church of Jesus Christ, period. So the name by itself shows you it's an error. The black church is not supposed to exist in that mode. The black preacher is not supposed to exist in that mode. He's just the preacher of Jesus Christ. But they become so enamored with politics that when you see a black Baptist minister whose discipline tells him that abortion is against the will of God, it's against what we teach. That's what it says. Right. And it's discipline. Yet he will go out and support a politician that supports abortion up until the ninth month. Right. Which is nothing but murder. Right. You will see in his discipline that he's supposed to support uh, a a, a, a community where you're supposed to pray to God anytime you want to pray without ceasing. Yet he will support a politician that will keep prayer out of schools and keep people from praying in the public square and support organizations that are trying to take taxes from churches. I mean, the tax tax exemption from churches, if churches do not go and do liberal things, the liberal things that they want them to do. You have black preachers doing that. Absolutely. They are undercutting their own community. They're taking the spirit of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit out of the church because they become apostate. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what, uh, Vince, uh, the thing to understand uh, as well, to just tag along with what you're saying, this is how Barack Obama became president of the United States is it is is that type of blindness. And uh, it was intentional uh, to the things that he was saying. Let me then ask you this and and see if we can bring this around to to our president, uh, President Donald John Trump. At this point in time, you were talking about uh, how uh, you will know them by their fruits. And when I think about these last three years and uh, when the president was running, uh, was campaigning, I was on the trail with him. In fact, uh, you were with our good friend, uh, Sean, Sean Hannity, my, my very good friend, uh, Sean. And uh, we were with Sean, the president, uh, candidate Trump at that time, um, and Sean, myself and Daryl uh, Scott, P- Pastor Scott. Uh, We're at at Pastor Scott's church, and um, the president said this. He said to black America, whether you vote for me or not, I will be your greatest champion. And Vince, he has made that promise. He has kept that promise. Are we seeing the fruits from a tree that's good? Talk to us. Yes, 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 we are. You cannot deny it. Jesus said you'll know a tree by the fruit it bears, and Jesus is not a liar. He said, God cannot lie. And what you're seeing, the lowest unemployment rate in black American history, uh, the highest wage increases in black American history. Uh, 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 You're seeing him doing criminal justice reform, something no other president has done before him. He's just been locking us up. He's trying, finding tooth and nail to get school choice. And I heard him say that he's going to fix it where no parent would be forced to send their child to a failing school. Now, Reverend Brown, how could you be against something like that? How could you, if these people, you know, there are schools in Baltimore right now, there are five schools, but not one child is proficient in reading and math. Yet, they're going to send children back to those schools every single solitary year, putting them in, in a state where they cannot work, they cannot get a living, and all they can do the rest of their life is hustle, sell drugs, and they're doing it every year. There's a persecution 
of Christians by the left, especially black Christians. They're trying to take away their right to practice their religion, have children, they have them locked up in, 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 in ghetto situations where they can't get out. They have them under a state of mind control. They're locking up their men. Uh, they're aborting the children. This is what the left is doing to the black community under the auspices of the Iron Triangle. And this is why I call it the Iron Triangle, and I call them traitors. They are traitors in our midst, and the only way that we are going to get rid of them is that the first have to recognize who the traitors are. It's like I, I always like, I like watching the old Godfather movies. Is that the Yes. He'll say, I need to find the traitor that's in my family. Yeah. Say, Our true enemy is not yet shown his face. Michael knows that before you go any further, we have to stop everything and find the traitor. Because if not, he's going to undermine me and undermine me and undermine me until I stop him. And the amazing thing, uh, Vince, when we think about and uh, that Francis Ford uh, uh, Coppola movie, and we think about uh, the lesson that is found in that cinema, cinematic uh, masterpiece, uh, Michael also said the enemy is close to us. Yes. And, and that's that's the thing that uh, uh, has plagued so many in the black community is that the enemy was close to us. He's always close. He's brother, wasn't he? Absolutely. Absolutely. Everything he was doing. And it, it, it destroyed him when he found it out because he was telling them everything. He knew everything. He had his intimacies. And that's how smart the devil is. Oh, he ain't going to send somebody else to hit it. You can recognize. He's going to have that joker right next door to you. He's going to have your friend right next to you. And we found it. You know your history. You know about Caesar and Brutus. You yeah. know about Jesus and Judas. Yeah. You know about George Washington and Benedict Arnold. Right. Yeah. Right. And I was in the Iron Triangle, right in our community. You don't have to go outside of the white community's gated, gated uh, areas to find the traitor. They're never there. They are inside. And when you look around and you say, you know, and I look for that third person. If you and your wife arguing all the time about a mess, but there's a third person living with you, and you say, I'm dropping the problem. They're the one. Yeah. Somebody wish me to hear that. You know, Satan had that serpent in the garden. Avenue going fine, it goes in something, Christian in the ear. That's the iron triangle. Wow. They, 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 they hate it when they see a black and white Christian talking. Now, see, when they see me out there talking with Sean Hannity, and you talking with Sean Hannity, and you out there talking with white folks, they're going to call you every day because they don't want us to come together. No. And they're going to try to make an example. They're going to try to make an example. My book talks about this in great detail, but it also tells the white community, white Christian conservatives, it's written mostly for them. How it's a, it's a primer because I've been asked all my life, just like you, Pastor Ryan, why do Christian black people vote for an anti-Christian, immoral Democrat party that's been doing nothing but killing them for the past six years? They don't understand it, and and then they say if we try to talk to them, we're called racist, we're called this and that. Therefore, we just kind of ignore it. We, we have to just deal with the situation. I wrote this book to explain to them. How you can talk to a black friend of yours. How you can use my book as a conversation starter. I start my book with a quote from Lyndon Johnson. When he said, I'm going to have them inwards voting Democrats for the next 200 years. Yeah. And then when Nash Pelosi says, uh, uh, said this last year that, uh, about uh, minority districts, she said, you can choose drink a glass of water. She said, we got these districts going to be such control that you can put a D in front of this glass of water and it'll win. And it shows the control. This arrogant control they have of black people. 
and that they care they they care nothing about them because they set up a community. Schools are so bad they will send a dog to them. Their own dog. Yeah, yeah, I know, man. I know. And the only thing, only thing these people have going. And and before we uh, end our interview, we want you to give again uh, how to get a hold of you and how to get a hold of your book. Uh, and my guess is irontrianglebook.com, and you will find all that information there. And I'm going to leave you with this: my grand- grandfather believes that the white man's ice was colder. He believed that his, 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 his fire was hotter. And when I asked him about it before he died, he told me, he said, oh, white folks didn't tell me that. It was black people that told me that. He said, <laughs> I learned to hate myself from my own people. And that's what we're going to change, Pastor Reverend Brian. You and, you and I are going to work together, and I'm going to take a special interest and a special pride and have the part in the demise of the Iron Triangle. Bless your heart, man. I want to thank you uh, for being on with me today. It has been an absolute uh, pleasure, and I trust uh, for the audience around the country, globally even, uh, that they uh, have heard and understood and have been edified. Uh, Again, uh, Vince E. Ellison, the Iron Triangle Get it. And Vince, we'll have you back soon. Michelle, send over his contact uh, to me so that we can hook up offline. God bless and keep you, man. Fight the good fight. I know that you will because you are fighting the good fight. Again, thank you for being on. I love you. It's been an honor and a privilege. Thank you very much.